welcome to episode 6 of the Haiku Chronicle, a podcast for haiku. I'm Patricia, your host, and I hope over time to share my daily haiku, submissions from you, and tips for writing that I glean along the way. At the end of last week's episode, you will have noticed a difference in the tone. I went on holiday, travelling from the cold early winter of the Northern Hemisphere to the much warmer climes of the start of summer in the Southern. I travelled to the beautiful island of Mauritius, and it was quite inspirational in a way that surprised me. Shall we have a listen together? Monday. Purple sea urchins nestle in a rusty chain. Maternity ward. Tuesday. Cabbage butterfly probes pollen on a flip-flop. The colour purple. Wednesday. An apple pip lies in the tropical forest. The mayflower docks. Thursday. Rainbow serpents dance rhythmically on the pool floor. Can leprechauns swim? Friday. Thousands of ant feet. Under the ebony tree, birds watch picnickers. Saturday. Security guard meanders along the beach. Piano keyboard. Sunday. As one they practice Tai Chi under the almond. Pride of lions doze. What did I learn? In the last couple of episodes, I've been talking about alliteration. And after last week, I learned that not everybody knows what that is. Sorry, I should have defined it. It's a widely used poetic device in which you use words that have the same sound at the beginning, like seven swans swimming. And if you go back to episode five, you'll find another way that alliteration can be used in the haiku. I'm always tempted to use other poetic devices when writing haiku. It's a throwback from my English education, which didn't cover the haiku in any way, but we did write a lot of poetry. And what I've been questioning this week is should we be utilising poetic devices within haiku writing? Rhyme, for example. And this is only an opinion, so feel free to disagree. In my mind, haiku are poems that give an insight into an instant in time. And I think that puts me in line with Bashu, who, according to Naomi Beth Wakin, was of the opinion that haiku is a flash of insight. What is happening in this place at this moment? I think this means that haiku, whilst being deceptively complicated, hides this complexity through the use of simple language. And once you start rhyming, you're potentially forcing things, and the haiku can sound stilted. Having said that, people have and do use rhyme. It was more prevalent in the past, but then again, rhyme as a poetic device was also more fashionable in in the past. So perhaps this has become a norm across all forms of poetry. Rhyme is out of fashion, therefore we don't see much of it, and we're not so comfortable with it. What do you think? And my last mention this week to poetic devices is to assonance and consonance. Assonance now is the repetition of vowel sounds to create internal rhyming with phrases or sentences. Like the phrase, a few new yew trees, with the repetition on ew. And consonance is is a similar thing. It's the repetition of identical or similar consonants in neighbouring words, whose vowel sounds are different. So, for example, he got hot with the repetition here being of the T's. I'm really only a beginner, but as I move forward with my writing, 
I'm forming the opinion that whilst you can use various poetic devices like these, you have to be firm with yourself whilst editing. And I'm not very good at that yet. I need to be aware of the effect the device is having on my haiku. Does it make it sound forced or stilted? And if so, I have to rethink, reject, start again. And sometimes it's just horrible giving up something that you, you really think works because, ultimately, it doesn't work in the haiku form. But I guess you could always use it in something else. Now for the bit that I love. My guest haiku. And today my guest haiku comes from Hannes Fröhlich. It's quite appropriate to have Hannes as my guest this week. We have a lot of stuff in common, which I'll come to. Hannes was born in Bremen in the late 1950s, although now he lives in Oldenburg. He discovered haiku in the 1990s and started writing them in German in 1994, but switched to English as his preferred haiku language in 2015. As I said, Hannes and I have a lot of things in common. Our day jobs involve us both in the IT world. Hannes is in system administration. And we both value haiku to help us see the little things and to have a balance in our lives. We also share language, German and English, but in reverse. So I'm always struck by how successful Hannes is as a haijin in his second language. I'm definitely sure I could not do half as well in German. He mainly uses Google Plus to communicate his haiku and interact with other writers. I know him from Haiku Nook, but he also posts to Poets Original and Canvas to My Soul. And now, this is Hannes's haiku. Dad's hazelnut stick, the growing rope wind makes him stay. Marvellous. Thanks so much, Hannes. I know we're going to hear from you again. And if you would like to submit your haiku, please go to the Poetry P website. That's poetryp.com. Read the submissions page and send us something you'd like to share. Thanks for listening. And if you've enjoyed this little podcast, please tell others about it by sharing the link on poetryp.com. I'll be here next Monday. And until then, I hope you have wonderful aha moments through your week. See you on Monday.